ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to Launchpad Pod. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. We're the Rocketeers, and this is the Launchpad Podcast. Today, we have a special guest on the Launchpad Podcast, we Matt. Do. We brought Chris Canavo on. What up? Thanks for coming on, Chris. Thank you for having me. Now, I know Chris from work. Chris and I have been working together for a couple of years, and the first day I got to work, they sat me down, and he was right next to me, and I looked over, and this dude is wearing a Godzilla shirt. He's got a Godzilla tattoo, he's got a Godzilla chain, and he's got at least seven different little Godzilla figurines. And I was like, this guy's awesome. I dabble in Godzilla. <laughs> How Rumi didn't get fired that day, I don't know. Let me see the tattoo. Well, I got this one. This is like the thing that's on like the helicopters mm-hmm. and like tanks and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, it's called like the G-Force. Logo. I was going to say, are you a member of the G-Force? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I got one more on my shoulder, too. What Godzilla is it? face. A burning Godzilla face. Awesome. <laughs> that's sick as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is a huge Godzilla fan, and that's what we're talking about today, guys. We are talking about the big G himself, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to pop a little uh, Blue Oyster Cult Godzilla for you. This song, first of all, the song is cool as hell, even if you don't know what the words are about. And I remember mm-hmm. the first time I heard it when I listened to the words, I was like, what? It's got some sick shreds in it, yeah, too. Yeah, Ruby's, Ruby's print, uh, air guitar. I remember when I saw them at Ribfest in Indiana one year. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole audience relates to you. Continue. <laughs> well, they played this song, and it was amazing. Oh. And the funny thing is the dance moves that come out for this song, people like stomping. Awesome. I can feel like I can that. <laughs> I like there's a, a line that says, helpless people on subway train scream my god as he looks in on them fucking awesome <laughs> you know that they were like all sitting around one time probably drinking and high and they were like you know it'd be fucking cool if you wrote a song about godzilla and then they laughed and then they came up with a couple more lines and then they laughed and then they started writing music for it and now it's on <laughs> cds across the world oh yes i love that song that's one of my favorites of all time the best thing about the america the first american godzilla was the soundtrack yes <laughs> The P. Diddy classic on oh, there. Hell yeah. I love, yeah, you got the P. Diddy classic. I love that Green Day did a remix of Basket Case that just <laughs> added like violins and Godzilla roars to yeah. it. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's all you need. I mean, I think. Brains do with a splash of Godzilla roar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that, that was one of the first CDs I bought because I was like, yeah, Godzilla, Matthew Broderick's the shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that movie. Oh, man. So, the big G, man, Godzilla. The first movie came out in... 54. Yes, 1954. And this movie is amazing. Like, still to this day, it's a really cool movie. It's probably one of the tightest of the whole collection, if you count it as as film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it historic for multiple reasons and obviously kicked off the whole franchise, but... As a film, I think it functions the best. It takes itself seriously the whole time. Yep. You as the audience, I think, take it seriously. 
later on we start getting into the fun of just monster mashes and fights and stuff, but that's not what this one is about. No, this one has a lot of social commentary about nuclear warfare mm-hmm. and like the, the, the bombs that were dropped on Japan to end World War II, a lot of that aftermath, a lot of that visuals. But there's two versions of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's the American version and the original Japanese version. Now, Chris, do you know what the American version added? It added an American actor. He was visiting Japan, Raymond Burr. I yep. can't remember what his character name was, but that was the version I saw first and like for a long time until I was an adult that I even see the Japanese version, the original sure. like uncut yeah. Japanese one. Well, it was, yeah, it definitely was hard to get the original Japanese version. And it's interesting because it's like they'll show a Japanese scene and then just cut away to a guy who looks like he's standing in a corner <laughs> yeah. that they built. Yeah. And it's just like, and he's like writing on his notepad. He's like, hmm, interesting. Hmm, Godzilla, you say? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we would not, our audiences would not have understood that whole movie. They were like, no, nah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's don't not a white it. guy in this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need someone that looks like me to kind of fill me in on what's going on. Yeah. So he did a bunch of like voiceover and mm-hmm. like, and they added that into help sell the movie and, and it worked I mean I'm glad that they did what they needed to do to make the movie work but the other thing that happens when they add in white guy reporter dude is they cut out all the interpersonal relationships from the Japanese story so there's all these characters you're like who are they oh they're gonna save the day uh, okay cool great oh so yeah. they didn't just add stuff they cut out they cut out stuff they from cut the out parts of, yeah they cut oh. out a lot of the interpersonal relationships because you know well how would the reporter be in that room he can't see that so we'll just cut that scene and it's all these important <laughs> moments they're just kind of like uh wait what but yeah then you can eventually you'll get to see the japanese version and you're like oh that's why that character's there that's why he saves the day that's why he's important mm-hmm. and it makes sense but how do they kill godzilla they just ask him nicely to leave <laughs> <laughs> they're like don't come back he's like you sure they're like all right you can come back 52 times <laughs> Um, they, if I remember correctly, they kill him with a bomb that like sucks the oxygen out of everything or yeah. something, oxygenation something oxygen or other. Oxygen destroyer. Oxygen destroyer. There you go. Yeah. yeah. They really th- they put some thought into that name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the oxygen dest- destroyer comes up later in like a couple of sure, the other multiple movies. Speech, yeah. uh, multiple sequels, right? And you know, it's a it's a pretty smart device. I liked it the way they did it, and you know, this movie for a guy in a suit smashing miniatures in 1954, like ew works is there a couple puppets too like hand puppet looking scenes maybe like the close-up on his like when they just do close-ups on his face Mm -hmm. be like hand puppet thing but even like even besides like all the creature stuff their like visual visual effects like comp work they did on the first movie is ridiculous Mm -hmm. i didn't know about that until i like the criterion version of the first godzilla and they have like vfx breakdown of some of these how like they turned that island in the beginning like isn't an island they had to do a lot of like roto cutting out of stuff i'm like how the hell did they do that like how uh, did they do that back in the day with like razor blades on film like, yeah seriously yeah. old it school is crazy and it's that's really that's cool. a very interesting point because you think about what special effects means in pop culture and common culture now and it's like fucking avengers and you know the, the new star wars movies it's like a lot of shit flying at you nonstop. Mm-hmm. back in the day special effects was like how do you get shit done like if we have a land that's not an island and we need to turn into an island how do we make that happen? And it was not a flashy thing that, like, you don't notice that that's happening when you watch a 1954 Godzilla movie, but you watch it and you're like, like you say, when you watch the special features on DVDs and shit, you're like, fuck, I would have watched this movie a thousand times. I would have never known that that wasn't an island. Like, yeah. that's not what special effects was then. Special effects was like, we have a giant fucking lizard. How do we make him walk? How do we make him breathe fire? Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool, you know? It's mm-hmm. really cool. And it, I mean, it has 
a lot of the classic tropes. You got the tanks shooting at him. You got, you know, the, the, we see his his laser beam for the first time, him walking through the high tension wire. Like, mm-hmm. awesome uh, stuff. Yeah. This is just such a classic. Smashing the trains. Oh, yeah, smashing the that. trains. Eating the trains. <laughs> this has made so many movies. I mean, there's like yeah. there's like 32 of these things. Yeah, not only 32, but I was thinking of it when we just started talking. I did the math. Chris, I don't know if how old you are. I was born in 82. Rumi, when were you born? 84? 84. 83. Okay. So Godzilla 1985 came out, oddly enough, in 84. I mean, it was, really, it was made in 84 at least. That means yeah. that 15 movies were made before any of us were born. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that, those are the ones that I know the most because I grew up watching those. And then I did Godzilla 1985 and spotted other ones, you know, from later. But those first fifteen were the ones at least that I grew up with. And that's oh, really? Fifteen movies? Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot yeah. of them, and I, it's one of the longest running franchises I think of any movie. Thirty two movies. Yeah. That, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let's amend that. Thirty one because I really am. Hard pressed to count the Roland Emmerich one. Well, of the Japanese ones, I think there's thirty, and then the there's the two more that are announced, like those anime ones that aren't out yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I guess the technically two American ones. Sure. Even though it's only one. Well, I also have a third American one that's only two minutes long. It's called Bambi versus. Godzilla. I saw that on your oh. list. I saw that on that tweet or whatever. Shit, I haven't thought about that in years. Bambi so, versus Godzilla was like an underground film festival like hit. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie came out in um, it, it came out in 1969, and it's it, it just played at like underground film festivals. Like if you found a copy of it, it was a big deal. Yeah. but it's just Bambi like frolicking in it's it's all white and it's like black and white line drawings of Bambi frolicking in like a little forest there's like he's sniffing flowers and he's looking at butterflies and he's all happy and fun and the credits are rolling like drawn by animated by and and it goes on for like a minute and a half and then the second the credits end a giant Godzilla foot squishes Bambi and that's the end of the movie squishes and holds yeah yeah Yeah, and there's like an ominous tone that plays after that (laughs) it's amazing it's almost like the Monty Python foot Exactly. It's very exactly. much Python. Yeah. That one's hysterical. I thought that actually, like, I don't know. My memory might, my memory's going to be hazy on a bunch of these, but I remember having that or something before Godzilla 1985. Yeah. I feel like it played before that. Wow. It might have, because I'm trying to think, like, where I would have seen it, but yeah. I definitely have I've seen, seen it. I've definitely seen it. Unless I was I wonder like, if it was on before something. Yeah. Yeah. It might have gotten taped. I might have, like, taped it back in the day. It was like Godzilla Marathon. It played mm-hmm. right before That's Godzilla hysterical. Returns. Godzilla is also one of those things I was thinking about this week as looking through stuff. Godzilla is one of the few franchises or properties that I not only could do, but could enjoy a marathon at length. Yeah. Like I could do four or five of those movies back to back, especially with a group of people have a good time doing it. You know what I mean? Well, because they're they have lulls and there's parts where you're not paying attention. You're talking. Yeah, They're called human parts. <laughs> They're called human dialogue. <laughs> yeah. And then you have these moments where Godzilla's smashing shit and fighting monsters, and you're like, yeah. That's when you and I would be high-fiving like mofos. <laughs> Godzilla 1984 was the first one I saw. Really? Yeah, wow. that was the first one I saw. I was pretty young, um, you know, like five or six, and I saw really? I saw that one, and it was awesome. Because, I mean, it was in color. Sure. Uh, you have the giant, giant like, pill bugs that are killing people at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's oh, yeah. pretty Those cool. Those used to scare me as a kid. Yes. Yeah. That and opening the, scene the, on the boat. On the boat. And the hand, yeah. there's a part where a hand comes down. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I was out. As a kid, I remember. Like, I used to fast forward that part. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie I could watch. On. Yeah. Because that was not, like, 
that was not the first one I'd seen. I'd seen many of the earlier mm-hmm. 70s and 60s ones first. So when I rented that one whenever it came out, 1984, 1985, I remember it was like, oh, cool, Godzilla movie. It was like, no, serious shit's happening on a boat. And I was like, what? And this like dead severed hand like flops in a frame. I was like, fuck! It's not, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, it's gnarly. That one was pretty gnarly. But I guess let's, let's break this down the way they're intended to be okay. through the different periods of Godzilla. <laughs> we start with the 1954 Godzilla and this kicks off what's called the Showa period. And this would go all the way up to 1975 and the Godzilla 1984 would be the reboot to bring us into the next period of Godzilla. But let's focus on Showa for a little bit, since it is the first, like, 15 movies. Yeah. And these movies, I'll, I'll read them off real quick, and then you guys, we can figure out where we want to go from there. But starts with Godzilla. Then they were quickly like, hell yeah, that made a shit ton of money. Let's do another one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Godzilla raids again. Mm-hmm. King Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus Mothra. Godzilla versus the three-headed monster. Invasion of Astro Monster, 1965. Ibira, the horror of the deep, son of Godzilla, destroy all monsters, all monsters attack. Godzilla versus Hedorah. Godzilla versus Gigan. Favorite. Godzilla versus Megalon. Other an, favorite. Other favorite, yeah. Love Shitty Megalon. movie Sunday favorite. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. And then the last one in the Showa series, Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Awesome. And mm-hmm. these movies, one of the big things is. Right off the bat, like once we get into Ghidorah versus the three-headed monster and Astro Monster, Godzilla starts getting silly. Like he has big pupils and he dances and he high-fives other monsters. And peace he, sign. Yeah, peace yep. sign. And he turns into like a cartoon character for kids. And like he kind of becomes this like hero character. Yeah, he's definitely a hero. And these movies are silly. The first few are still pretty serious, like King Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla Raids Again, and Mothra versus Godzilla, but they're just, they weren't working that great. Mothra versus Godzilla, the original, is pretty, pretty decent. I love Raids Again. Guy. Really? Yeah, Angerus. He was like yeah. one of my favorite, because he's like an enemy, and then he's like a buddy in like the later Showa stuff. Whenever <laughs> Angelus or whatever, like whenever he's around, they're like buddies. But in this one, it's like, they... Their fights are like really brutal. Yeah. There's something about like I think it's kind of like their whatever their filmmaking technique is, it's like you they like move really quick and then they slow it down a bit, but it seems like they're just moving like really aggressively fast. Yeah. I mean, this one definitely they were like let's build bigger buildings to smash. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there is like a stuntman procedure to how to fall through a building properly in a suit. It's just like, "Hey, we got a building, you got a suit, when you're ready." <laughs> fall through that building fall through it we got one take so do it good right. get hurt mm-hmm. if you have to like seriously make it look dangerous and i think a lot of these guys just like dove through cement and rock they're not as fortified as a real building obviously but like they just threw themselves through buildings on ones. top of that like wearing this giant rubber suit and going through like in a pool uh, like yeah. they're in like Vast quantities of water. Like, oh God! It's got to be the heaviest thing ever. I've worn a monster suit in water before. <sighs> it is rough, and first of all, it's scary as shit, especially if your face is covered. Yeah, because you can't fucking breathe. It's like what it's if you trip? Literally, just water, water getting torture. Again. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. And you're like, guys, if I fall down, I will be drowning. Please pick me up. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. please. yeah, that's when you like really have that safety talk, and you're like that time at the beginning, like on set, where you're like, all right, safety meeting. You're like, guys, please listen. Like, I, I know that I wasn't listening to the safety meeting yesterday, but that's because my ass wasn't at the bottom of a pool. So please listen. <laughs> if I'm on fire or, yeah. or I'm underwater, 
please. Yeah. It is weird being in a suit because like it, it's not like your physical presence is no longer ending at your body. Like you now have extra weight and extra bulk. And like, yeah. like I've been in a monster suit that had a monster above my like the head was above my head. Mm. So you have to like keep that in mind when you move because your head is not the end of your body anymore. Well, especially you know? when you walk through yeah. doors. Yeah, like there's yeah. A, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of shit like that. One of the coolest stuff about Angoras or Angurus, whatever, however you pronounce his name, is for, if you guys don't know, he's kind of like an Ankylosaurus where he's like on all fours almost all the time yeah, and yeah. he's got a spiky turtle looking back. But when you watch the guy like walking around in the suit, he's always on his knees, which is cool as shit. Yeah. They didn't design it. They didn't design <laughs> the suit to like cover that. The dinosaur in the movie is just kind of walking around on his hands and knees. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Not a quadruped creature, but yeah, it's yeah. like a, just some guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's like yeah. how to move. Like what sort of ped is he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's funny. When we get into like Mothra versus Godzilla, like they really started playing with how they did the special effects and how they started smashing things. Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, the fifth movie in the franchise, was the first time we meet Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. And this monster's insane. Super fucking cool. Describe mm-hmm. him a little bit. He's one of the best. Know. They were like, hey, we got a one-headed dragon monster. Cool, cool, cool. How about we add two heads? And some of the guys said, no, 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 fuck that. Three heads and wings. And they're like, whoa. No arms. Yeah, yeah. No, no, arms no arms needed. The necks are on the end of like a snake serpentine He's a three-headed mm-hmm. hydra. Now, this is based off of a Japanese legend, a creature that has 32 heads. So I'm glad they toned it down a little bit. <laughs> what about a lot of string work getting tangled up and all that shit? Budget meeting for the first. They're like, all right, guys, I like this script. Right off the bat, we're not doing 32 heads. I can tell you right now. <laughs> can we have two tails? Sure, sure, sure. Fine. Okay, fine. We'll right, settle fine. for that. Yeah. He's got two tails, three heads, and wings. Someone raised their head. They were like, "Uh, he's got three heads. Why can't he have three tails? They were like, <laughs> settle down, buddy. <laughs> settle down. Whoa. Because you're right. I mean, it's basically a marionette puppet. Like, they're mm-hmm. controlling yeah. all those heads and tails from uh, out of screen, just above all these monsters. Yeah. And he's a big monster, and those heads are on really long mm-hmm. necks. It mm-hmm. is intensely, Super cool. intensely serious. But King Ghidorah is one of those strange creatures that they can't figure out what his origin is throughout the rest right, of the keep series. Switching it back they and keep forth. switching back yeah. and forth. This one, he shows up. He's a bad dude. He's he, you know, he fights Godzilla. But right after that, they're like, "Hey, guys, we got a three-headed dragon monster. Can't let this go to waste." So they create Invasion of Astro Monster, which is almost a retelling of the movie you just watched, but <laughs> with an alien side plot. And this is the first time we have super weird aliens introduced to us in the Godzilla franchise. With Planet X, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these Extonians, these dudes show up and they're like, they have like these little Jordy LaForge goggles. Oh, on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, Earth, um, this monster's fucking us up. Can we borrow Godzilla and Rodan? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, borrow giant monsters. Oh, that's the best because you see them Are you like gonna feed them. They have them in that like the stasis field. Yeah, and they're, like yeah, they're punched all, yeah. up. They're kind of like these <laughs> <Yeah>. egg things. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. All right, all right, but don't let them drink any soda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no rated R movies. They drop, they drop them back off at the end of the week and they're all like buzzed up and rallied. Like, what did those Exonians do to you guys? They let me have that. I love, I love the idea and that like... we sugar fucking, cereal all day. Aliens come down and are like, can we borrow your giant monsters? And then like, I guess mostly Japan, but the world is like, well, seeing how any given day Godzilla is either helping us or fucking our shit up, right? Like, what did he do in the last movie? I know he was the hero, but did he fuck some shit up? 
Yeah. Sometimes he, he only comes to help. Sometimes he comes and he's like fucking shit up, and it's almost like a territorial thing where he's like, "Hey, I fuck up Japan. Yeah. You get out of here. <laughs> My stomping grounds." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's other times where he's like, hey, don't hurt those people. But most of the time, he just comes up. He's like, hey, I was going to break that. <laughs> Godzilla rolls by in a low rider and just rolls down the window, <laughs> yeah. stares at him. <laughs> Drives off. Can we, uh, can we borrow your monsters? Do you guys like loan those out? And we're like, we haven't yet, but I guess. How are you going to pull them to your planet? Oh, no, it's cool. We got like these like laser eggs to kind of pull them in. <laughs> totally works. All right. So they get there and they're like, Monster X, you're going to fight Monster Zero. And it turns out it's Ghidorah. And if I was Godzilla, I'd be like, I fought this guy in the last movie. (laughs) Did we just do this? I already beat him nine months ago. (laughs) But then it turns out that the Extonians or whatever they are, are bad dudes. And they're like, haha, we just got your monsters. And Earth would be like, fine, have have them. They smash shit all the time. They're going to blow up all your industrial plants. I don't care. Yeah. But it's it's like on the on a moon on Planet X or whatever it's called in the movie. But like the whole time is on this other planet, and they're fighting Rodan, Godzilla, and King Ghidorah, and it's badass. It's pretty pretty sweet. It's a good yeah. movie. And this one is cheesy enough that it's fun. And I think of the Showa series, this is probably not my favorite, but it's one of the cooler ones, perhaps, because mm-hmm. it has just a really good like. Just big boss battle. Do you yeah. think this one is cooler than the the first Ghidorah one, the last movie, Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster? I do, I do. I think they, the first one was like a trial for King Ghidorah. They're like, uh, and then the second one's like, okay, we got this shit down. We know how to do it. The next one's stupid. You got Horror of the Deep. He fights a crab. Godzilla versus the Sea yeah. Monster. Yeah, this yep. is like. I think this one starts off starts off a trend where they they literally will like cut and paste certain scenes sure. and just chuck them in other movies. Like a lot of the Ebora stuff. Shows up in like Son of Godzilla and yep. shit like yep. that when yeah. he needs well, like a buffer a monster. Shit in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When that when he needs like a sub boss, <laughs> that's when the crab guy comes. And this one also has a little bit of Mothra in it. Like they they were like, we got these costumes, we got to use them as much as possible. But it, that one's not very good. The next one, Son of Godzilla. I love that. Well, growing up, I love that one. Stupid Ooh. shit, but mm. I can't stand. Anytime Manila shows up, I'm like, God damn it! Mm-hmm. As an adult, you want to punch him, but as a kid, you're like, Oh, cool! Yeah. Like, as a kid, you're like, <laughs> I can play with that guy. I suppose he could kind of be my friend. I was like, I'm trying to think because those two bent Son of Godzilla and then Godzilla's Revenge. Those two bend and blur in my mind. Yes, I can't and they're remember. very similar. Because I, I know one of them. Fit. Yeah, Manila or in the movie, I feel like they call Minya, but they don't have that. Like they don't call it Godzilla. Yeah. God, Zinia, Godzinia, yeah, <laughs> with the two L's, <laughs> I, I, Minizilla. It's but there's just, like one where they give Manila like a voice. He's like talking and stuff yes. too. That that comes out. That one comes in all monsters attack, which is oh, coming okay. up. I don't know if you guys did this. If if nobody did this growing up, you should go do it right now. <laughs> the jumping in the pool when you have a lobster. <laughs> yeah, like eat when you eat lobster, you save the claws. Then when you play in the bathtub, you can p- fucking re- reenact that battle <laughs> with your Godzilla toy and your... Yes, I still do it. <laughs> no, Anytime it's lobster night. Doing that. I remember as a kid doing like we had like... We either went somewhere and we got lobster or like we were super rich. <laughs> Wait, your parents let you take rotting fish parts? All the time. <laughs> yes. In the like, tub? Yes, whenever we, whenever we either went somewhere or if I had lobster, if you could... And the whole thing, even as a kid, I'd try to really carefully to like crack the claws clean so that you could get the two things the two clickers together and the head too my parents <laughs> my parents let me do a lot of shit so you just had 
fucking crustacean corpses in your tub. Yes, but you're missing the point. They fought Godzilla. <laughs> they fought Godzilla. <laughs> it was for Godzilla. Like, so what if I needed another bath? I, yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine how I smelled after that. My parents are terrible. <laughs> so while Matt was making lobster gumbo in his <laughs> tub, we were watching uh, Destroy All Monsters. This came out after Son of Godzilla and Destroy All Monsters. I This is one of, one of the best in the Showa series. Um, mm-hmm. This is like the original Avengers. This was like, we'll take sure. all these monsters. We got all of them. We got Baragon. We have Ghidorah. We have fucking Minzilla. We got the guy from Godzilla Raids again. We have Godzilla all on the same planet fighting on this big monster island. And this thing is an awesome Royal Rumble. It's super cheesy. Some of these monsters were not even previously seen in Godzilla movies. Yeah. They were in either their own movies or yeah. some other random giant kaiju movies. Yeah. But they like pulled them in and were like, hey, yeah. We got him. We got him. This movie is an awesome one to watch. If you want a good time that's just monster suits fighting, like fighting giant spiders, fighting each other, you know, teaming up to fight, fighting other ones, and it is just this battle royale. And this is, I think, such a great example of how cheesy but how awesome Godzilla movies could be. Mm-hmm. And this one is definitely up there on my list of like, it's in my top 10 of awesome like Godzilla-ness. Yep. Yeah. But then it's, quickly followed up by one of the worst in the series, which is All Out Monsters Attack. Which I love. (laughs) (laughs) This one doesn't fit into any continuity because it all takes place in the mind of a child. Maybe that's why I like it. This is the one I was thinking of. Yeah. This is the one I thought, this one I thought was Godzilla's Revenge, but no, this is the one with the kid. Yeah. But yeah, keeps falling asleep and going to the dreamland. Going to dreamland. um, Damn, I can't remember like the bully, the bully monster's name. Gabra, Gabra, yeah, oh, yeah, Gabra, yeah. Gabra. He's got like a, he's like kind of looks like a green, bumpy. Yeah, it's like a bumpy cat looking cat, thing. Like his yeah. face is a cat, and he's got like <laughs> orangey hair. He's a ginger. That's the problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> this one's super lame. You like yeah. it, Rumi? Well, I lo- as an adult, I know it's stupid as shit. But when I first saw it, I was probably like seven, eight, oh. and I was like a bunch of Godzilla monsters fighting. I probably didn't relate or care about the kid bullshit because even though that is like exactly what they wanted me to relate to, I don't want to relate to shit. I just want to see giant monsters fighting, period. Yeah. And that was always the draw for me for both this one and the previous one, Destroy All Monsters and All Monsters Attack. There's a lot of monsters. Yeah. And as a kid, I don't care a fuck about character development. I don't care at all about any of the human stuff. Fighting. That's all you want to do. Yeah. All. That's it. You don't want anything else. Um, I still don't want anything else. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Shin Godzilla. <laughs> we'll we'll get to it, but like seriously, if I'm watching a Godzilla movie and there's people talking on screen, sure. I'm in the kitchen making a snack. <laughs> yeah. Like that's my time to bounce out. And it's like, oh, monsters on screen. Mm-hmm. Okay, coming back. That's coming what back. I'm playing with my Godzilla action figures. And, and you're talking, 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 talking. Rotting crustacean corpses. <laughs> that's when I'm taking the bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you hear that roar. Your naked ass jumps out of the tub. <laughs> Look out for Piano Monster. Matt, Matt, you're dropping lobster everywhere. (laughs) But yes, all monsters attack. I like it. It's fun. It's super, super cheesy. And Chris, it's like what you said before. That one is notorious for having a lot of other scenes, like chopped up scenes from other movies, both in the Godzilla franchise and out of it. They use the same, like, jets firing missiles in, like, all five of these movies. Oh, they only shot one 
fire missile. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. whole franchise. It's like fully audio with visuals. They, right. just, they pepper it in everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And yep. and it's like, you'll see it and you'll go, wait, I thought I saw that in the last one. It's like, they punch in, they flip it, they punch in, uh, they flip it, and it's the matter. same one over bum, and bum, over bum, and over bum, again. Bum, 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 Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I know I already saw that, but this is awesome. Oh, Japanese guy talking. Splash in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> All Out Monsters Attack has a lot of Manila in it, and he's like, oh, he shoots smoke rings. Oh, and yeah, just, he tries real hard to shoot, like, breathe he radiation. Can, yeah, he fire. can, like, change sizes. He can get the same size as the kid. Yeah. And then when he oh, has to go right. fight, he can get really big, and he's, like, blowing the smoke rings and shit. Uh, his ass kicked a couple times, too. All yeah. the time. Yeah. Everything he's in, he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> Godzilla comes back, so up, stomps on his tail and shit. To give was- him the... Oh, that's right. Blast. <laughs> I was doing research on this and I happen to have an that's image right. of him. Yeah, that's how Godzilla gets him going. I guess I'm going to do it to my kid when my kid's not doing the right thing and step on his fucking tail. Violence <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Be a real parent. Smack some pow. Yeah. <laughs> my wife walked by while I was doing research on different kaiju for this episode and I had a picture of Manila up and she walked over and she looked at him and the only thing she said as she walked away was, isn't that racist? And then walked away and I was like, wait, why would it be racist? <laughs> She thought it was King Kong, not Godzilla. And I don't, I still, like, that explains a little bit about how my wife views things, but also, like, why would that be racist? But whatever. Racist to other King Kongs. Yeah, sorry, King Kong. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, after this one, we get to Godzilla versus Hedorah. Or love the, it. This is where monster. it gets yes. good. The smog I monster. I love right? that movie. 1971. Why do you love it, Chris? Just everything, because even seeing it as a kid, and then even seeing it as an adult and watching that beginning, like these people are, are on something at this mm-hmm. like disco or some shit, <laughs> and then they're going to like that outdoor like bonfire afterwards. And that's when you first see Hedora or Hedra, um, and he's just like pollution monster. There's like fucking death everywhere. They're showing like polluted river right in the beginning during the opening credits. There's yep. like dead animals in there and shit. I'm like, this fucking movie is awesome. And I love like the design of that creature is just this giant fucking shit pile. Yeah. He's standing and he's Crazy shuffling eye. around. And then he can like fly up in the air. He looks like a little spaceship flying around. It looks like yeah. a pancake flying, like a little like raggedy pancake. What do you just look like, like when you fly? <laughs> 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 There's a couple weird ass animated scenes that yeah. don't like it's not part of the movie. It's almost like a weird seventies music video for a couple minutes a couple times. Yeah, it like shows how he gets into the different forms. He like covers up the factory and like breathes in all the smoke and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I it's need to weird. see this movie again because this is very low. I, I have a, a list on Letterboxd where I ranked all the Godzilla movies and this one's like way down on the list. That should be up. I need, up to, I need to watch this again because I saw this and I don't know if I just was like, really, that's the monster you're trying to sell me? He has nothing sharp on his body at all? Bleh, thumbs down. <laughs> so that must have been my takeaway because I remember hating the shit out of this movie but everything you guys are saying, like seventies acid trip. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, you see like fishhead people and shit. It's oh, and everything he, about the movie. Like, great. At the, like not to ruin it, but the, the the final fight when Godzilla kills him, he punches into his body and pulls out these glowing orbs, which I'm yeah. not quite sure like what they are. I don't know what they are either. But it's like, kind of like the essence of them or something. It like kills them but doesn't. It like makes them revert back. He keeps going down, but he gets brutalized by the end. He gets just literally torn to shreds Godzilla awesome flinging them like shit's hitting Godzilla in the face is this okay. the one where Godzilla flies away at the end and too? Godzilla flies Godzilla in this one Godzilla jumps up in the air blows his radiation breath forward which propels him backwards, backwards. <laughs> he flies away 
Okay. <laughs> You're on board, right? Okay. I need to we'll watch it, dude. All right. We'll yeah. have to find this. It's worth a watch. I, I think they even have it on Blu-ray. It's like one of, it's a very like simple sure. edition. There's Shitty no bonus point. anything. Yeah. But it's, it's great. That's Damn. one sad thing is there's not, especially of the older ones, I haven't seen a lot of really nice Blu-rays. It's hard to get all of these on a, a matching format. Sure. It really is. Yeah. I mean, that that was the biggest thing. I found it really, doing research, it was really hard to find some of the ones that I hadn't seen. Sure. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, because they're only on rare Blu-rays or whatever. Sure. And I would have bought like all that shit. There was a lot of stuff too, like Megalon, I was really waiting for a Blu-ray and it was delayed for years yeah. and years. Mm-hmm. And then when it finally came out, it wasn't the one that they had touted was going to be with special features and blah, blah, blah. It was just like yeah. a very simple port. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is a franchise that I would buy every fucking movie, if they, especially if they released a set or uh, release, at least, really, like you said, released at the same edition, the same type. If of, they did a disc. Blu-ray box set, I, they could easily get like 200 bucks. Yeah, no problem. They have like they have like a ridiculous DVD box set that like Tell Ho put out or something, but yeah. it comes in like a big Godzilla head, but now it's like, it's like maybe a little less than like thousand dollars ridiculous yeah, <laughs> yeah too no much. too much and that ended at like destroyer or something like that yeah like, they don't even out. have all of them yeah yeah so godzilla versus gigan comes out and this is where we see one of the best characters pop up one of the best this monsters is my oh. favorite movie my favorite bad guy this is your favorite one yeah of all of them Without of the show having, a series like with period this wow. is because I think this is probably when I watched so much growing up. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with the story, some idiots want to make a Godzilla theme park. So there's like a giant Godzilla building that yeah. looks like Godzilla, which just to me is like awesome. Because I'm like, I'm relating now to anyone who could go to a Godzilla theme park. I would love to see a fucking Godzilla building. Yeah. Um, that. There's aliens in here. I think it's the same aliens from before that we mentioned from Planet X. But regardless, we keep seeing their shadows. And their shadows are cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... So now you have that random fucking thing in there. King Ghidorah's in it. Um, Godzilla's in it. uh, Angarius is in it. Gigan is in it. It is the only one, at least certainly in the Showa series, but maybe in the next series as well, that has blood. When they fight, there's fucking squibs and stuff. Yeah. Which is like gnarly. and And it seems so out of place. It's kind of jarring when you've watched any other number of the movies and not seen blood. Yeah. There's a scene where Godzilla and Angarius are swimming in the water to go fight, and they're talking to each other. Yes, they're talking (laughs) in English, and it sounds like what it sounds like is it sounds like not subtitled speaking verbally. Yeah, and what it sounds like is it sounds like they're going. um, It sounds like an old like reel to reel tape. Yeah. being slowly so like while they're talking it sounds like this but you also hear audio distortion of like an old timey recording set yeah. and like they're swimming and then at one point Godzilla's like he goes like this with his arm and he oh, goes wow. come on yeah. <laughs> and they're like like they're talking to each other and they're roaring while they're doing it but there's an overdub of English rah, 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 come on come on rah, oh, yes and then you have that distortion it's so fucking wacky it makes no sense but all those things combined. And then I also think Gigan is just such a bitchin' design of a monster. He's cool as hell. Yeah. He just yeah, he's really cool is cool. Even Let's in, describe him. What does he look like? So he's he's similar to Godzilla in that he's like a giant lizard-looking thing. He has a beak instead of a, a jaw. Caw, he has caw. like a cyclops like mandibles eye. Oh, that's on right. the Mandibles beak. on the side. Two mandibles on the side. 
He's got a horn that comes off the top of his head. He's got a, like a cyclops eye, almost like a RoboCop visor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have hands. He just has two fucking giant hooks. Meat hooks. I'm sorry. Fuck if yeah. you don't have, not only like, it's one thing if you don't have an opposable thumb, but if you have no hands whatsoever, no paws, if your fucking front hands are hooks, all you do is fuck shit up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't even pee correctly. All you do is just fuck <laughs> shit up. He's got to like clink them together. I used to love it. Yeah. He's got yeah. a giant fin on his back. Yep. And then he's got a like a bunch of giant spikes that go down the front of his chest and they reciprocate or move back and forth like a it's table like a saw. So he's got yeah. this like, yeah. saw. I, and he's got a tail. I don't remember if he's got a weapon on his tail, but he's got all those other he's fucking got weapons. Spikes on there. And then he's got like his toes are little blades too. And it, right? he shoots like his eye, I think his eye shoots. He has an eye beam. Yeah. yeah. Fucking cool as hell. And he could fly. And much yeah. much yep. later, I don't know which series he comes back as a cyborg in, but yes, he has like later, an actual later. like metal buzz like saw. Yeah. He has like chainsaws yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he's. I didn't bitching. see that one, and I'd love to see that one. But I mean, this was just this was just such a cool fucking thing, and I feel like. In this one, he was almost like Ghidorah's henchman, kind of. Like, yeah. Because he wasn't the big bad. Ghidorah was still the big bad in that, I Which think. Which is strange, because the movie is called Godzilla vs. Gigan. Yeah. But they didn't want to be like, another Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah <laughs> yeah. movie? Uh, boring. We've seen this like four times It's like now. if you made a Ninja Turtle movie called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles vs. Foot Soldiers. <laughs> You're like, yeah. no, there's, that's not who they're fighting at the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So then right after this is one of my favorite from sure. the show series. This is definitely my favorite of the show series. Even though there's ones that might be more exciting or more badass, this one is so much fun to watch. And this is Godzilla versus Megalon. Yeah. 1973. It's so bonkers. This movie is yeah. so bonkers. We start out with the Cetonians, <laughs> which is another like race of Cetopians. It's another race of aliens that look like fucking Greek disco people oh yeah <laughs> like that looked like a kind of an american guy too yeah right i can never tell because all of these movies too there wasn't you got them on vhs there was no right. it wasn't japanese you didn't have a japanese option only english dub yeah right? but it even looked like he was dubbed yes and and he looks like some burnt reynolds motherfucker he's got this big yeah. old porn stash <laughs> he's wearing a toga he's wearing like this a chest hair yeah big old chest hair crazy chest hair and they're in like this like greek disco palace like i'm not kidding it's like disco balls and crystals and like it looks like club 54 like if it was awesome i i mean enough coke anything in the 70s was awesome yeah. right <laughs> i mean these guys are like, we're pissed at the world. We're going to send our beetle god to fight, and this is where we get... Megalon! Megalon, yeah. <laughs> and just right off the bat, you're like, what am I watching? Wait, and you keep checking the box. You're like, this is Godzilla, right? <laughs> but I'm not watching like some 70s disco movie, right? This isn't, this isn't Saturday Night Fever. So, so they say they're going to release Megalon, and then it cuts to a kid playing on the most awesome bathtub toy I've ever seen and it's not a crustacean corpse. <laughs> well, he's not in a bathtub, right? He's like in a he, lake He's in a lake, yeah. He's in a lake and it's like a dolphin with two smaller dolphin fish things that he can pedal like a, a bike on the sea and this little kid's playing on it <laughs> while his two dads have a picnic on, on the yeah, bank. It's true. Watch the movie if you this don't movie was anything we're about to say. Yeah. Groundbreaking. <laughs> They never say a word about it. Obviously, these guys are two friends that just like, oh, my best bud who lives with me all the time. And where do they live? In like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like yeah. for real, like this weird box on top of box house where you walk in and it is like a Japanese Pee Wee's Playhouse. There's just random shit, random colors, random shapes everywhere. Yeah. yeah. The weird stairs getting up. I always remember the weird yeah. stairs because they have like the camera out front. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, that's right. super yeah. bizarre. <laughs> but they're at the lake having their little picnic and... The 
water gets sucked out of the out of the lake and and they don't see it yet but like they they saw something big and it's you know megalon's coming so they run back to the house and they're like i know what to do and they get in and one of the dads is apparently like a super scientist and he has been creating a robot technicolor nightmare in his house (laughs) and it's Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar is a yellow, red, blue, and silver monstrosity with a Sam Raimi Green Goblin head. Yes, it right? is 100% like, and looks he's like the Sam Raimi Green Goblin. same size as like a man until he he's, grows to kaiju proportions yeah. and when he's ready to fucking fight. But they can fucking build a robot that can, that can grow that big. <laughs> he's a super scientist. Can you imagine like he's like he has his unveiling. He's like, look, I made this bipedal robot that like responds to commands that can move around. And like, think about what fucking th- like what a big deal that would be today. And you're like, no, wait, watch this. Everyone, stand back, <laughs> stand thousands of feet back. <laughs> They're like this far, and you're like further. Yeah. How about this far? Now, for the second part of the demonstration, if you would all join me outside. <laughs> I don't know what his plan for this this robot was originally. Originally, yeah, like he's just he that face is nightmare fuel. The sinister <laughs> smile of yeah. that jaguar. And- <laughs> Google him or like me and Remy, I'm sure we'll put some pictures up on social yeah. media. But they've never done like really anything else with him. He's been in a couple like comics and shit like that. Yeah, I don't even think he was. I don't think he was in Final Wars or anything like that either. No, they he were his only movie. He didn't parents. have his own movie. No. They really? wanted they wanted him so. to have a series, but apparently they put it out. And Japanese J- Japan's reaction to Jet Jaguar was lukewarm. So <laughs> <laughs> he's gained a cult status. Definitely. I, I don't know the in betweens, but they get back to the house and the Cetopians are trying to steal Jet Jaguar. I, I think they do to like control him, and they at first have control of Jet Jaguar, and he starts smashing some shit. Uh, Megalon shows up. He starts smashing some shit. Somehow, Gigan shows yeah, up. Yeah, my boy Gigan comes in. He now shows it's tag up. Tag team style, mm-hmm. where two versus two. So they start fucking up. They start fucking up Jet Jaguar, and then he shakes off his hypnotism and is like, "I need some help on this. I'm gonna tag team my bro Godzilla." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "What? This movie makes no sense. It has." For a big chunk of it, the kid and his dad are trapped in a shipping container in what is like one of the most harrowing scenes where the truck with the shipping container is going to dump them into a ravine, killing them. But Gigan shows up and starts smashing the dam that they are near and the box falls and you're like, these kids are dead. Kids dead right now. They're just tumbling around. Yeah, tumbling (laughs) around inside this, this shipping container. They survive just in time to see Jet Jaguar and Megalon start clashing. The fight, when Godzilla finally is brought into the fight, is bananas. So a lot of that fight is recycled footage from Godzilla versus Gigan. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Straight up. The yeah. movie and you just saw. There's yeah. a lot of, like, Megalon launches these little, like, bombs out of his mouth. Yeah, little, like, just keep, meteor yes, things. And they like. just keep showing. that They shot it once. They don't even fucking reverse it. They just keep showing the same yeah. shot. Like, the same explosion, back to back to like, back. frame after frame. Yep. <laughs> same thing. So, it, like, you're, it, you're, you're showing me something I've seen in another movie, and now even in this movie, you're showing it literally back to back to back. Yeah. But not just another movie. The movie that came out just before this. Right, exactly. However, there are some notable things of this fight scene. Definitely. I mean, we got my boy Gigan. Yeah. You definitely have like a tag team action with two on two. Yep. Rumi, is there something from this 
fight scene that stands out in your mind as, in my op- opinion, an interesting high point of the entire franchise? I'm gonna let Chris take it. <laughs> All right, Chris. It's one of the best. It's one of the best fighting things they've done. And it can only be done in like a tag team situation too. <laughs> so Jet Jaguar takes Megalon. He like grabs his claws, like puts them behind his back, just holding them still. Godzilla shuffles back, <laughs> gets a running start, and does a jumping double kick while sliding on his tail. Yeah. <laughs> and he does this multiple times. It's like So he's Godzilla is in the air. Yeah. Almost like almost completely horizontal. Horizontal. Completely just with his tail on his going tail. down to the ground. <laughs> and he just floats through the air and double kicks Megalon in the chest. Yeah. And you watch that and your eyes tell your brain like what it just saw, <laughs> that signal and how fast does it take to that signal to go to your brain. And while your brain is trying to figure out, wait, is that really what happened? The movie <laughs> looks you dead in the face and says, yes, it this looked like this and does it again, again. Yeah. right away. It does it again. Same exact shot, same exact footage, but he does this <laughs> fucking awesome double barrel drop kick again. Godzilla. <laughs> this guy's like a million tons. This guy's massive horizontal double drop kick and just yep. flying it's not it's not even a kick he like flies through the air yeah first of them oh yeah the it, way they did it he's like on string so his tail's just dragging yeah. along <laughs> but it's like he's balancing on his tail just yeah. doing a sliding kick uh, if you're the director or the producers at that moment and like the script was like he does a double drop kick and they're like cool 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 and they're like how how, hey, how do we do this <laughs> like over like, the course of how many miles yeah. <laughs> and they're like um string wire fighters can we make this happen and they're like yeah, yeah 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 we can do double drop kick sure 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 and they get to the day and they're like double drop kick action and the wires pick him up, yeah. lay him back horizontally, and then they just trap. And I can just imagine the face palm of the director. Oh like, yeah, because Godzilla looks like he's just standing, but horizontally. Yeah. Yeah. like he's not—he's not even in a sort of kicking pose. He's just oh, standing, just like just, laying down, just laying, <laughs> down. laying down, but like a hundred to two hundred feet up, yeah. <laughs> flying. And it's it's awesome though. It's amazing. And they yell cut and the director cries for three minutes and then says, check the gate. Let's move on. (laughs) He's like, wait, there was supposed to be five kicks. They're like, don't worry. We have an idea for that. (laughs) Yeah. But doesn't he end up kicking Jet Jaguar? He like scrambles out of the way. There is a time where he does kick Jet Jaguar. Yeah, Yeah. there is a moment where he accidentally There's a lot of crazy things in it. Because even Megalon himself is another interesting design. He also doesn't have hands. He's got two halves of a drill bit and he can clasp them together to form a drill and he like barrows under the ground, the ground and shit. I wonder what your bone structure has to look like to be able to put an oscillating drill into <laughs> have it. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the buzzsaw. Does it actually go up and down for Gigan or does it spin? Spin through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. We should He's just we tearing should, his we own guts some, up yeah. every time. Bring some science, some sort of kaiju scientist. There, there are quite a few uh, Godzilla like uh, like cross sections that show like what his innards look like because Godzilla has two brains, one in his back and one in his head. That's true. Super That's weird. Yes. <laughs> Chris has Chris a just wallet. Out his wallet, <laughs> and it's it, got a picture of Godzilla like kind of halved, and it shows like organs and shit. I have a book. It's back home, back on the East Coast, um, with a lot of my other collection stuff. It's a book that goes into a bunch of the insides of a bunch of the monsters. Well, oh, I bet they don't have Megalon's drill wrist. I don't think they have Megalon. <laughs> or Gigan's circular saw in his tummy. Yeah. Saddest part about Gigan's saw tummy, he can never hug anybody. Oh. Oh. That's, I think that's why I like him, because of the depth of the character. <laughs> yep. Um, he can never have infection. One of the... <laughs> that's why he's so angry all the time. Um, 
one of the coolest things about this movie, though, Godzilla vs. Megalon, and I thought this growing up, even before I understood how silly the whole thing was as an adult, but one of the posters showed Godzilla and Megalon each standing on top of one of the Twin Towers. Yes. You remember that poster? Oh, my God. Oh, yes. yeah. It's probably my favorite. And if you guys are not familiar, some of these posters and the, the lobby art for some of these movies were bitching. Super Definitely. fucking this cool. This one is probably yeah. my favorite. And I remember renting it you know, in the video store in Blockbuster. I remember, I remember, like, I, if we went right now, I know it doesn't exist, but if we went to the old Blockbuster that I went to in East Meadow, I could take you to the fucking aisle God's Deliver's Megalon was because I remember exactly where it was. I was so excited. Um, but it had that that box art of the, the, the Twin Towers. The Twin Towers. Godzilla was on one tower and Megalon was another tower and they're about to throw down. It was really now, a cool looking image. In this movie, was the Twin Towers in it at all? No, I believe it took place in a country other than America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, no American architecture was featured. <laughs> It ends with them defeating the monsters, and the Satopians are like, "Damn, God damn you, Godzilla and Jet Jaguar!" And Godzilla like high fives Jet Jaguar and takes off to Monster Island. And then Jet Jaguar and the family, his family, walk off into the sunset. And he picks the kid up and puts him on, on his, his shoulders. shoulders with his nightmare smile face. <laughs> Can we play a little bit of that, uh, the Jet Jaguar song? Yes. Oh yes. Jet Jaguar is just kind of walking off on his own right now. Mm-hmm. That means good at human size and cage size. Triple punch. Oh my god. And the whole time they're like talking to Jet Jaguar and like, oh man, that was so awesome when you like punched him and did this. And Jet Jaguar is just this like permanent horror face. Yeah. Time, right? yeah. Horrifying. Zero emotion. Jet Jaguar. <laughs> no fucks given. Yep. Jet Jaguar will return in never. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That Love it. Song is amazing. I love this. I love everything about this. After this, we get into one of the, his best baddies and awesome characters. Mm. There's two back-to-back movies, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla and Terror of Mechagodzilla. And these movies introduce one of the most badass mo- characters in the whole series, and that's Mechagodzilla. Sure. But his uh, initial reveal... I think is the best part of it's ridiculous. Godzilla vs. Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. Yeah. yeah, is that the one where he's the Terminator? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Explain what I mean. He shows up. Well, I can't remember the exact details of exactly how it starts out. Aliens are like, "We got a Godzilla," and they're like, "What? Yeah, two Godzillas? Oh no!" Yeah, it looks like Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Yeah, with all things considered, except he kills his friend. Yeah. <laughs> he like kills. Angerous. Yeah, fucks Angerous up. Yeah, it was certainly jarring. I can't remember if that's exactly when when the reveal happens, or I can't remember how the reveal happens. I think it's actually two Godzillas fighting each other at one point. Yeah. And then he eventually gets stripped away. Yeah, he shoots a rocket out of his hand. Godzilla's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. I don't have rocket hand. And yeah. Godzilla looks at his own looks hand. And he's like, wait, what? what? <laughs> he tries it. He's just doing air jabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you wait till I get my double drop kick going. Yeah. But... He burns away to reveal his metal exoskeleton, and it is 
awesome. It's a really cool scene. And for 1974, it's like badass, like freaking badass. He's on fire and his skin burns away. And then there's the metal underneath. This movie also has King Caesar in it, who is like a giant fuzzy demon bunny thing. He's one. Of, I He's it stupid like as a, like shit. He's like. dragon or yes, shit. Exactly. Yeah. I really he like has floppy his, bunny ears. Yeah. Like he's definitely dog-like features because he's like really fast and agile too. And yeah, he'll look up and yeah, his ears perk up. <laughs> you want to go outside? Pink season want to go out? Pink season want to go out? He's shaking his little ass around. He's kind of cool. He's a, I think it's a cool design. And I yeah. think he looks, di- you know what it is? At the at the very least, he looks different than a lot of the other, yes. uh, you know, kaiju that we encountered. Uh, he has a series. very cultural look to him. He looks like an ancient like Japanese yeah. Yeah, demon monster, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And the first Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla is rad. Um, and then after that, we have Terror of Mecha Godzilla. I have not seen this one. I saw the first Mecha Godzilla. I never saw Terror of Mecha Godzilla, but I like this movie. I think yep. I've seen this more than the other one. Really? Yeah, because I used to. This was Agreed. one of the ones I had when I was a kid, and I used to watch constantly. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat as it has that. Titanosaurus in it, which I think again is a stupid fucking thing, but it looked as a kid. I thought it looked so cool. It's yeah. like a. Uh, it looks again like very similar to Godzilla. He looks like he's a fish yellow and Godzilla, red. kind of. Yeah, yeah he's got like yeah. a big fish tail. He's yeah. got a fin on his back. He can like make tornadoes with his tail. He's got a fin and he can flap oh, it that's around right. and make like hyper wind. Oh, cool. He's kind of cool. I should check this one. I always like so Mecha Godzilla himself because of all the ridiculous arsenal he has. Yeah. He's got a ton of shit. He could do, he's got like the eye beam that's like that real jagged one. I think yeah. he's got a mouth beam. He's got the finger lasers. He's got a chest Woo-hoo. cannon How about he spins thing his head too. for no reason. He could spin his head and make like a force field around and Godzilla tries that he like scrapes his little fingers. I, I always thought that looked painful. <laughs> there was in the, I think it was I think it was the first Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, when he blows up his head. He oh still yeah. Had like a stub left. Yeah. It's still There's functional. like a little bulb in there, like a TV bulb. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like when R2 falls in the water and the little <laughs> little periscope comes up. That's like kind of Mechagodzilla has one of those too. <laughs> but the initial one was weird because it was like aliens built Mechagodzilla to, to mess things up. And, and it isn't until later that, that like humans create Mechagodzilla. They completely retcon Mechagodzilla in the later movies. But yeah, he's such a badass character. And I have a, an art design that I did that was, it's, it's, Mecha Godzilla with like half Godzilla skin on him still like as he's burning Shit. on a um, motorcycle with a leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> your tail your scales and your laser beams give them to me <laughs> you can't take a man's laser beams I was just gonna say can't let you take another man's radiation son <laughs> but Terror of Mecha Godzilla would be the last time we see Godzilla for nine years yeah that's pretty mm. crazy that's a long time in any in either country in in America or in um, Japan. Yeah, so 1975 was kind of the end for Godzilla and this is the end of the Showa era. This was kind of they kind of had to put him down. The movies I guess weren't doing that good. The budgets kept getting lower and lower. They had enough to send him off good with some some badass fights with Mecha Godzilla, but we wouldn't see him again till Godzilla 1984. That kind of set the sun on the Showa period. So We've been going on a while. This took longer than I thought, but I'm I'm actually way into it, man. We got through a bunch yeah. of these movies talking about such a great period of Godzilla. Our, Our next section will be about the second era. We're going to get into the Hisi period where a lot of badassery goes down. It's my favorite. Yeah. 90s Godzilla. This is where shit gets really rad and you know they really up the budgets. They really up the production value. So I can't wait to get into those. So to cap this one off, what are the top five Godzilla movies from the Showa period. 
Let's do this countdown. All right. Do it. What's at number five? Uh, number five, we kind of have a little bit of a tie. I want to put Hedora on there. I mean, I haven't seen Hedora yet, so I'm I like destroy all monsters because that one's just a big royal rumble. See, and I'll. I, it's a real rumble for a couple minutes, but it's fucking worth it. Like when you watch Godzilla, you know there's going to be a lot of jibber jabber, and then some cool monster fighting. And there's some cool monster fighting. And as a kid, that one's awesome because it's so many monsters. You're like, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking forward to the monster fights the whole time, and it's all the <laughs> monsters fighting. All of them. Yeah. Big Royal Rumble. All right, Chris. What's at number four? We are at Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Beating out also terror of Mechagodzilla. <laughs> and Godzilla against Mechagodzilla? Oh, no. That's, that's later show, on. That's show that's, yeah. That's later, that's later. This is But this one, on. bloody Godzilla has got Mechagodzilla wearing a fake skin of Godzilla. Yeah. The red Rest Terminator. Rest in peace, and, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the one where Mechagodzilla's head blows off and it's just like a little stump. A little right? light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the era of tube television. Yeah, that's in, also in, tube Mechagodzilla. That's Intel Inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got for number three? All right, we have an invasion of Astro Monster. This is when the aliens show up and they're like, hey, can we borrow your monsters for a little bit? And Or it's like, sure, whatever. We weren't using them. So then they go fight King Ghidorah. This is not the first appearance of King Ghidorah. It's the second, but it's still an awesome movie. And it's, by the time they get to this, it's when I think they get King Ghidorah right. They know how to use that puppet. They know how to fight with him. And it's Godzilla on a different planet just just wrecking shit, and I I love it. And the and the weird aliens are just a fun cheesy bit that that comes up a lot in Godzilla movies. I love the idea that like aliens come down and are like, "Hey, can we borrow your shit?" Because that's kind of to me that's kind of like if the cool kid at school who you wanted to be friends with for like so long was finally like, "Hey, man, I always hang out. I heard you have PS4," and you're like. <laughs> Oh, you don't really want to hang out with me. Like we wanted to talk to aliens for how long? And they're like, "Can we borrow those monsters?" <laughs> but they're so cool. They're like, yeah, man, totally. It's it's totally yeah, cool. It's cool. It's, I mean, I have a lot of monsters. It's cool. You could just take a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Invasion of the Astro Monster. That's also the one where Godzilla dances, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He gets his the Godzilla on. dance. If, if you guys haven't seen that shit, he jumps up in the air with his arms and his oh, it's great. Uh, it's called the Godzilla Boogie. Uh, that brings us number th- number three. Number two, we got Godzilla vs. Megalon. Oh, yeah. It's a shit show, but it's like one of the best <laughs> shit shows, right? I mean, first you got you got Tag Team. There's four monsters in it. Tag Team Battle. There's crazy Japanese Pee Wee Herman house with odd two daddies and one boy with little shorts. and <laughs> Two shorts. It's a progressive movie. <laughs> we've watched a lot of... I mean, we've all seen these movies so many times. I've watched a lot of them recently to, you know, to 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 kind of get back for this episode. Episode, but the stuff that's in this movie, there's so many stupid shit where you're like, why would that be in it? But it makes it awesome. And then even though the fight scene itself is a lot of recycled shit, I mean, it's a lot of awesome stuff. Jet yeah. Jaguar throws Gigan up in the air, and Godzilla radiate breaths him in the air. Yeah. That's then so you have badass. obviously the drop kick. It's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty baller. I, 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 Godzilla vs. Megalon number two. Check <laughs> off. Oh yeah, and the song. <laughs> punch, punch, <laughs> punch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we got number one. What is number one on our countdown, Chris? Number one goes to the original Gojira slash Godzilla. Yeah, OG status. It's. The best one for a reason. Birth the entire franchise. It's a more serious story. You can literally watch it for the human acting too, and it's pretty dope. Sure, for sure. And that's, that's very rare in a Godzilla movie to say that. 
Yeah. It probably is, pacing-wise, at least one of the, the only Godzilla movies that I could think of where I'm not waiting for the monster to come out. What, True. And the way they dealt with it, though, felt real. Like, the people felt real. Like, it felt like it needed to, to have a story to tell. And even with the stuff when they added in the American actor later on, like, that didn't totally dit- distract from <laughs> it. It just kind of was like, okay, now we got to follow this guy a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, that movie's so classic. And also, it's like historic as shit because you wouldn't have the rest of these if it wasn't for that one. Oh, yeah. man. It's amazing. So mm-hmm. there it is. There's our countdown. And there is the end to the show a series. Guys, we're going to continue the conversation when we talk about the Heesey series and the Millennium series and dive into Shin and Godzilla Planet later on. That will be coming up as we dive into our Godzilla month. April has been crazy. We have guests. We did the Test Pattern podcast for Italian Horror. Yep. Now we're doing Godzilla for the rest of the month with Chris. This is fantastic, guys. We're having a blast. We hope you're loving it. You can keep up with us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Launchpad Pod. Chris made a video game. You got to check that out. It's Mike Dies. You can find that on Steam. It's super rad. Good looking out. Yeah. <laughs> we're the Rocketeers. You guys ready to blast this thing off? Yeah, Let's don't. Do it. Chris, don't hit the lamp. Uh, <laughs> 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 awesome. Rocketeers. Lift off. We have a lift off.